From the Bay Shore of New Jersey to the shores of the Merrimack River in Massachusetts, this is the Rebel Ramp Podcast. I'm your host, Pat McDonald. I'm Truman, and this is episode 348. I mean, I guess I just got to call it the Breakfast Club, right? Oh, yeah, 100%. Uh, yeah, a little, quite the strange week uh, for the Red Bulls. Uh, they began it by, uh, on Saturday, dropping a one nothing loss at home to FC Cincinnati before traveling down to Miami and opening up a can of whoop-ass on <laughs> the Gonzalo Higuain less uh, at Miami, Inter-Miami. Uh, the, with an offensive uh, performance that we have not seen in these parts in some time <laughs> uh, by the Red Bulls. So um, before we get into our analysis, let's read what you all had to tweet at us this past week. All right, so we'll start with the Cincy game. Uh, lots of gifts because we definitely posted a, a gif. Mm-hmm. Um, Ed Ritter said, said in three other places, this is 2021 preseason. <laughs> they have, there's a lot of work to do. No kidding. Uh, to M throwing us some, uh, some gifts. I don't even know what to say. Uh, Steven Santos. I have more fun watching paint dry than this team attempt to play this season. Dumpster fire of a season. Uh, he also posted a gif of giant dinosaur poop from Jurassic park. <laughs> Travis Moose just said, it's, it's so embarrassing from mean girls. Fantastic movie, by the way. Uh, such a good movie. And then uh, Alejandro Middleton said, the ghost of Armis remains. We're still trying to win games one nothing. Well, we were, right? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Until a few days later, uh, yeah. when we actually win a game. I think we'll probably talk about Let's talk about these separately this time, but I'm going to read these tweets real quick. Um, so this is after our 4-1 win. Red coach Jay Jeremiah said, it's chaos now that we've won with a completely different lineup and formation in the last two games, which are a mixed bags. What do we do now? Whatever the answer to that question, Ben Mines should probably play more. I have something to say about Ben Mines, too, and I'll get to that as well. Uh, Steven Santos, he's back again. He said, maybe we can sneak into the playoffs. Who knows we can win some games before losing that epic playoff game as we usually do, so Metro fashion way. Travis Moose, this team is an absolute conundrum, quite literally the definition of paradox. Well, it's understandable we could be a low-tier team. We simply cannot just get out of our own way. Does this team want to mesh and be fluid or play sporadic and get smacked around? Who knows? Mm, I have no idea. Our friend, your friend, Anthony, said, enjoy it now. The Red Bulls are lucky they only gave up one goal. We're probably dealing with Gonzalo Iguin in the rematch. Mm-hmm. Well, he was he was actually there. He was on the big screen, if you noticed. Like, his yeah. face kept popping up. So his presence was there. Yeah. Uh, Tonino M said, let's be honest, this really doesn't mean shit, but we'll take the W. Miami is terrible, but so is Cincinnati. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Creepy Taxi, Steven Santos also showing us a picture of Owl. We'll get to Owl. There's a lot of to talk about in this game. And uh, Tonino M originally posted, I feel bad for Robles. I guess thank you, Robles, yeah. uh, for this win. Yeah. yeah. He definitely seemed to uh, help us out there a little bit. Yeah. Um, all right. So usually this week, I guess we do our likes and dislikes. Uh, Usually cumulatively, but I guess this week we want to separate them, talk about each game separately. Is that what you want to do? Yeah, I think we got to break down each game because they're, <clears throat> they're such different games. Yeah, they really are. So, all right, well, let's uh, start off. Uh, what did you dislike about the game against FC Cincinnati? So I I most, I most listened to most of this game on the radio uh, just because I was driving around running errands. And the worst part was the entire second half, all the announcers could talk about was do not leave this game undecided in the 75th minute 
don't let this don't keep this team in the game over and over again. And like what's going to happen is you're going to you're going to give up a play and then you're going to be trailing. And he said it a thousand times. And it's exactly what happened on a stupid goal, a stupid, stupid goal. Mm-hmm. I mean, just bad goalkeeping, bad all around. Um, I had a lot to say about that goalkeeping, too. That's another thing we need to discuss. There's a lot to discuss. Oh, yeah, but yeah. just the announcers were telling you, and we've seen it time and time again with the Red Bulls at home, second yeah. time at home against a bad team. Yeah. Uh, I, I mean, I know. Home game, no fans. But still, you know, it's their turf. It's it's your locker room. You know, it's it, your home. You're sleeping at home and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, let, keeping these bad teams in games. And, and again, they got punished for it yet again. Yeah. Yeah, so you know, it's kind of like I now right now have to kind of remind, rewind my brain and pretend that Wednesday hasn't existed yet. So, and pretty much, I mean, just like been harping on it all year, the lack of offense in that game. I mean, they were just begging for the Red Bulls to do something on offense, and uh, they played passively once again. Uh, and FC Cincinnati is one of those teams you should not play passively against. It's a team that you should you know, exert your will on. And uh, it was truly was a lost opportunity. And uh, well, based on what happened after that, I think they realized that. So um, so that would be my dislike. I guess then uh, what did you like about the FC Cincinnati match? I mean, they only gave up one goal. So the defense is still continues, except for that really that game against Philadelphia. Mm -hmm. Um, The defense has not been God awful. They've been keeping this team in almost every game. Honestly, and and the Philly game kind of got carried away in the second half. So really, they've they continue to keep this team in it. Um, they just they were just showing they just couldn't score goals. That was the biggest thing. Could not score. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I get. Yeah, uh, you know, sorry to sorry to the audience to not give a different perspective, but yeah, I mean, ultimately you have to have to. That's what you have to do. You have to. Kudos to the defense. I mean, it was a it was a wacky goal that they uh, you know they gave up, which was really more on the keeper than anything else. And it was I mean it did also hit that perfect spot in the you know the net where you, if you're going to score an Olympico. Uh, but yeah, they, they, you know Aaron Long, I don't know if he just you know he's he's now taking that being pissed off about not being sent to West Ham and he's playing his ass off. Maybe <laughs> Burhalter called him and said his spot on the national team was in jeopardy. Um, I don't know, but it's, it's a pleasant surprise to see the the defense really sticking uh, together. Mm -hmm. All right. So that would be the, uh, well, any afterthoughts on the FC Cincinnati game? No, let's just wash it away because there's so much to talk about with this next game. Let's just, let's just move on. All right. Well, then the next game was on Wednesday night, down in Miami, inner Miami, uh, home of, Luis Robles and uh, Sean Nealis, if I'm not mistaken, right? He was on the field as well. So two former Metros in the Inter-Miami squad. Uh, and the Rebels dominated, something we have not seen in a very long time. That was a 4-1 to one victory. It's upsetting you had to come against our old captain, Luis Robles. But uh, at this point, you take the good when you can with this team. So 4-1 uh, uh, match. Uh down in Miami, what did you like about this one? We had a penalty kick scored, finally. Uh, By a defender. First, yeah, yeah, which was weird, but okay, give him his first goal. Uh, forward scored for the first time this season. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
yeah, Miami's bad, but they're not god awful. They're not a god awful team. Right. You know, they're not that classic old school expansion god awful team. Um, but I mean, the alf- the offensive output we've been waiting for forever with uh, Tom Barlow ma- mainly not in the lineup. Yeah. Main for the most part, not in this lineup. Yeah. Brian White, you know, scoring, creating the penalty, uh, looking fantastic. Ben Mines looking good. Uh, ben Mines, have you noticed that Ben Mines looks like Brian White with the headband and the long hair? Now, th- and this is my theory, right? For those Seinfeld fans, you're going to get what I'm talking about. This is when George loved Tony and he wanted to look up to Tony. And he would dress like Tony and wear his hat backwards like Tony. So I feel like Tony is is Brian White here and Ben Mines is George Costanza. And he just <laughs> wants to be cool and he's going to wear the headband like and talk like him and score goals like he does. So, uh, yeah, I mean, overall, just great offensive output from this game. Um, hard, hard to be mad at that. Yeah, no, it, it really was uh, the best offensive performance we've seen in uh, – uh, did, did they even have one last year like this? I mean, it's been a long, long time, a long time coming for us to have something to enjoy like that. Uh, yeah, great. Uh, you know, it's good to see Brian White finally. Uh, who knows? Hopefully this will uh, get him out of his funk and uh, help maybe put a few more in. I mean, I know he was struggling with injuries. Uh, and, yeah, like you said, Ben Mines, I, I don't – know why he's not starting uh, I, I really feel like every time he's on the field he makes he has an impact on the game um uh, drew yearwood is coming along very nicely mm-hmm. uh he, he's been a disruptive force not unlike tyler adams uh i wouldn't say he's at that level yet by any stretch of the imagination but um he really is playing very well um so yeah a lot of positives in this one I, you know uh, i'm so pessimistic overall about this team mm-hmm. but but, uh, hey, at least it's something to hang your hat on. It's like, uh, <laughs> it was this game, apparently. I was reading uh, uh, Matt Doyle, a uh, good friend of the show, was, did a report card on each team on MLSsoccer.com, and uh, he said that this game essentially moved the Red Bulls from an F to a C-. minus. So, I mean, wow. you know, that, that, that is uh, kind of nice. But, um, all right, so then what did you dislike about this one? David Jensen. Um, looks terrible. Looks terrible. I thought he could have made a better effort on the goal he gave up to Juan Agudelo. Juan Agudelo is like almost 30. I know. It's... Which is really, really crazy when you think Ew. about it. What happened to him? I remember when he's so little. Such a Oh, he was such a good kid. Scoring <laughs> goals with Thierry Henry. What he a got, guy. He had that wonder goal in D.C. United. And then what happened to him? I mean, God, how many teams did he, did he float through, right? I didn't even know he was on Miami. I didn't either. I didn't saw the lineup. Yeah. Wow. I mean, oh, I already, I already forgot him. I said there was two former Metros on the, uh, on the Inter Miami. I should have said three. Yeah. So I mean, getting back to Jensen, he could have made a better effort on that goal. I mean, Agudelo's maybe going to score anyway. I just hated the way he was positioned in it, mm-hmm. with that weird knee putting one arm up. Very strange. And then there were two plays in the second half, where the ball was in the air, where he clearly could have caught the ball. Mm-hmm. And he punched it right to pretty much a, a player on the other team. Yeah. And that two of those opportunities could have could have given up more chances. Yeah. Stone hands 
Yeah. Stone hands. I haven't seen such stone hands since Bunacan duel. So it's really making me nervous <laughs> when he punches these balls and they're not being punched far away. They're not punching backwards. You can easily catch these balls. It's really scary. Oh, Ryan Mara, get well soon. Uh-huh. Poor Ryan Mara. Yeah, this is this is why you get an American in goal because uh, we always we play all the sports with the hands. We got the better hands. <laughs> oh man, yeah, it's uh, I'm the my dislike I think will be, you know, look, it was in an effort in which we slaughtered the team and the kid was a late sub, uh, but Tom Barlow, uh, you know, I understand in this. Well, I mean, I guess suppose in the one that Ben Mines cleaned up for him, he kind of should be putting the ball in the net. But every single shot of his is right at the keeper. Mm-hmm. I, I, it's like, you know, I, I hope hope he puts it together because I think there are other aspects of his game that are very very good. But that his his shots they're just always right at the keeper. He's got a that's something he's got to work on. Um, you know, maybe go back down to Red Bull Two. Uh, uh, I don't know, but it, it's. Come on, Maddie. Come on. Yeah. Do better. Do better. Is that is that your Tom Barlow alarm going off in the background? Is that what that is? Tell, telling you that. Uh, <laughs> I have my headphones and you should have told me it's been going off for two minutes. That's my get up. <laughs> That's time I normally get up every morning. I, we're gonna play that every time Tom Barlow plays poorly. We're just gonna send an alarm off or letting everyone know that Tom Barlow is struggling. Yeah. Uh, agreed. Agreed. He's. At this point, I don't know, the number four option off the bench. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah it, it's tough for a kid like that. Again, he's young, and maybe he'll find himself. But, I mean, the the proof is in the pudding so far of his efforts and yeah. Brian White's and Ben Mines' efforts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I know they've also scored just their first goals, but I think you, we've seen more of them. And yeah. I think we've seen better of them, yeah. for sure. I think yeah, I think I think Brian White and Ben Mines have you know they have a good, fairly good chemistry as well. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just you know again when it comes to Barlow, uh, you know, and I said it I think a week or two ago on this podcast. You know, I think he gets in good positions. I think he's you know he's he has good awareness. He's you know he's got good speed, but it's just when it comes to actually putting the ball in the back of the net, he for whatever reason always just puts it right at the keeper. Yeah. All right, afterthoughts. Do you have any? Tons. Uh, Owl. Let's just talk about Owl. Let's talk about Owl. Because if we don't talk about Owl, I, I'm doing myself and everyone that listens to the show a disservice. Um, that might have been the actual highlight of the game, of the Owl murdering another bird, <laughs> staring his dark, evil eyes directly into the camera, mm-hmm. realizing his guilt, and flying away, leaving a corpse behind him. Piercing everybody's soul with his eyes, yeah. Uh, it's, it's funny. I got a text from my uh, buddy of mine. And he's like, "Why? Why are they showing an owl?" I was like, "I assume this is the Miami broadcast or the Miami production crew, and yeah. Miami announcers are talking about it." So, but the owl, yeah. I mean, that was. It's always great when you get a pitch invasion by an animal. I mean, and I wouldn't be shocked if it's going to be more frequent now with no fans in the stadium. Right. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, you know, it's just. Well, what did we have? I mean, we've had cats invading the field, and yep. wasn't there a duck at a at a we all Salt Lake game or something like a year or two ago? Probably. Yeah, it's 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 always fun, and an owl was a very, you know, they're 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 rarely sighted creatures, so that was nice. And uh, kudos to the New York Red Bulls for putting owls in their Twitter account handle. Yeah. 
I'm following suit. I know an owl in mine because why not? Let's let's just get on the bandwagon. <clears throat> we got to get on this owl thing yeah. while they're winning games because we know how long it's going to last. Should we start the court of owls? Oh, I'm in. Yeah, there you go. Start pulling the strings of Gotham. Yes. Uh, so uh, yeah, so that was great. Uh, any more owl thoughts or <laughs> we? I think we can move on. It's just nice that uh, a midweek game and a lineup that was kind of like seemed to be their B lineup because they yeah. played, you know, that was the other weird thing. It was a kind of a, uh, a different lineup that eh, great performance, man. Great performance. Yeah. I mean, I guess you got to say something like, yeah, I mean, Mendel Egg- Egbo hasn't really played much this season. It's nice to see him contribute and put a goal on the board, you know, even though it was a penalty kick, but still. Yep. Uh, you got to like that. Um you know, obviously, Luis Robles, ugh, felt bad for him. Uh, you know, it sucks that he had to be the one on the receiving end of uh, such a onslaught. Um, and I had one more thought, and it has escaped me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, that stinks. Is it something I want to criticize? What's there to criticize? Oh, I forgot to mention that um, for those of you who listen to me, who listen to the uh, the, the Miami broadcast, um, Ray Hudson's doing color commentary for Inter. Oh, let me tell you guys, if you know Ray Hudson, every play is the most exciting play all the time. Oh, oh, look at oh, oh, ah. He gets so excited. I'm pretty sure he said that Luis Robles was a big fireman and got his hose out. Hmm. Yes, yes. That was a line used early in the game. <laughs> His hose out, eh? <laughs> yes. You know, saved the day. He cleaned up a play, so he was the big fireman and got his hose out. Which might have been worse if he said he's the fireman and got his big hose out. But yeah. uh, I was yeah. going to say, uh, that, that certainly sounded like a euphemism for something else, for sure. Yeah, but <laughs> um, I guess... If there's nothing else on, I'll watch more Inter games just because Ray Hudson is hilarious to listen to. Yeah, might as well, right? Hey, get that get that Disney Plus uh, triple package and get all the MLS you want. Yeah. I remember what I was going to say. Uh, in terms of other bad strikers, Matthias Jorgensen. Still, he was a now signing, right, Red Bull? A now signing? Yeah. Uh, he was on the field. He was on the field. Uh, but again, he, he, had, he had some Barlow disease. In terms of uh, not really being able to put anything dangerous in on uh, goal, so yep, some more criticisms there. But other than that, hey, look, Ben Mines, Egbo, Brian White, and Janet Warrior with the, you know, garbage time. I'll take it. Yep. All right. Well, uh, we would give you an update on our standings, but you know, as you know, Jay is the one who is organizing, keeps track of things, and we don't. So. We don't really know what's going on there. And to be fair, I think we're so behind. Who the hell knows actually who's in what position at this point? And, and we didn't get anything right this week. Yeah. So, well, I think do we? I think we at least predicted losses against someone did, or maybe all of us did against. Fancy we predicted today. win and draws against Sensi, and we all predicted a loss uh, against Miami. So we did not do well. Yeah. Oh well. Sucks for us. Um, alrighty. So well, moving on. Uh, this week we had the Red Bulls. Are playing a game. Montreal. Montreal. <laughs> Sunday, 7 o'clock on MSG. On MSG, perfect. Uh, we didn't put an agenda again. It's early, people. Uh, we're recording this thing at 9.30 in the morning. 
Yeah, we're, we're, we're watching the Bundesliga. Yeah, the, we're watching Mein Stuttgart because it's the only one we could get to walk, uh, to work. So, geez, I can't talk today. You'll get there. It's 9.30 yeah. this morning. It's fine. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so, yes, they're playing Montreal in a dual home game since Montreal is now home stadium as <laughs> Red Bull Arena. Uh, it'll be 7 p.m. on MSG, as uh, Truman said. Uh, Sherman, what do you think is going to happen against this in Thierry Henry's homecoming? <laughs> Look who has returned. <laughs> the prodigal son, Thierry Henry, coming back to smoke some cigarettes and coach on the sideline. Mm. Uh, that being said, Montreal kind of sucks, too. Yeah, they do. We suck. They suck. Uh, it's the battle of suckiness. Um, this would have been great if there were fans. Yeah. It would have you know, been. Oh, I know. This would have been a great game for the fans uh, to see Thierry come back. Because mm-hmm. this might have been a. I mean, we can't make too many TIFOs for this guy, but maybe we would have made for him again. Uh, that's kind of a bummer. But that being said. What 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 are we judging here? Are we judging the Red Bulls team who can't score at home against bad teams, or are we looking at this team that just thrashed Miami? I don't I don't know anymore. I don't know what to predict. What I would love to see happen is Brian White back on the field, Ben Mines back on the field, uh, Kaku in the midfield. I think that's a combination for offensive success. Daniel Royer starting to to look good again. Um, that's the combo for success. Barlow, whoosh, Jorgensen, whoosh, let's 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 clean them out for now. Mm-hmm. Um, as as for a result, I mean, I could see the God, my this team's so stupid. But I could I could see them winning it. I mean, they they have a chance. Again, they're playing a team that's as bad as bad as they you know they're almost as same level. A uh, game under five hundred for the Red Bulls. Montreal's two under five hundred. They, they got to get this result, right? You got to start getting these home wins in. Uh, I'm going to say 2-1 win. I'm going to give him a 2-1 win. Uh, why not? I think Brian White's going to find his form. Finally, they're going to play him, and we'll start scoring goals. Maybe Teta comes in and sees another five minutes of action. <laughs> you know, He's on the bench. We barely see him. Yeah. He'll, maybe he'll show up in this game. Uh, I'm, I'm, gonna just try, I'm trying to stay optimistic as much as possible, although I shouldn't. Um, but I'll give him the win here. Yeah, I think, uh, uh, you know, Henri, I agree with what you said. It really does suck that, you know, there's no fans in the stands. Hopefully uh, next year we'll be back to normal and uh, Thierry Henry will still be the coach of Montreal uh, and we can go from there. Um, Yeah, I I think Thierry is going to sit there smoking a cigarette, having some wine, cutting some cheese, you know, watching the game as he will. Uh, I... I am going to be on the side of uh, Wednesday night was an aberration. <laughs> I think Red Bulls dropped this one. I'm going to go with another one nothing home, lo- home loss. Uh, it's just, I-, I hope I'm wrong. I hope uh, Wednesday was a sign of this team finally putting it together and turning around. But yeah, I-, I, I'm very skeptical. Uh, I've seen more bad than good this season, so I'm just going to have to... Continue to believe the bad team is the one that's still there. So, yeah, I'm going to go one nothing loss against uh, Montreal. Jay did not give us a prediction, so uh, we do not have one from him. Um, all right. Well, uh, that would bring us to the dumping ground. I'm the trash man. Nah. Uh, well, let's talk about the Bundesliga. There's fans in the stands. Nice. So that's something, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, there's fans in the stands for this Mainz game 
Uh, they've done a nice job socially distancing. Uh, it kind of looks like, mm-hmm. for the most part, social distance. I don't see masks, but that's okay. Mm-hmm. Um, but let's gonna. I'm gonna quickly click click around. Um, let's see if we can get Leapsheek on. Oh, I think I'm gonna get the Leapsheek game on playing Byron Leverkusen. Yeah, we're about to find out. No, it's not working. So say uh, you can't look at that game. The game we wanted to watch, yeah, we cannot watch. Because of Tyler Adams, of course. Of course. So that's not working. What about uh, Gio Reyna and Dortmund? Is that one working again? Yeah, uh, Dortmund's working. So we got Gio yeah, Reyna. Yep, they got they got some fans in there too. So it's nice to see some scattered fans in okay. in the Bundesliga. Uh, Premier League still playing behind closed doors. Mm-hmm. You know, again, understandable, but. I, I want to feel positive. You know, yeah. you're starting to see the scattered fans. Yeah. Um, there's a couple NFL teams that have fans. There's some college teams. <sighs> Let's just, I'm going to, I just want to keep thinking positive that we can maybe slow, but surely get some fans into these games. Um, who can and who can't, I guess that's a real argument, right? Yeah. Uh, I mean, it'd be nice. It'd be nice to see if, uh, you know, if we, I mean, so far from my understanding from all, uh, sporting events that have occurred so far, uh, there have been no outbreaks um, where there have been fans present. Uh, it, it would be nice if uh, you know some more teams would consider, hell, even 10% capacity, 25% capacity, whatever, you know? Um, I mean, granted, I don't know how much I want to drive to Red Bull Arena right now, the way this team's playing. Right, right. <laughs> they're, just, they're keeping you away no matter what. <laughs> but... <laughs> You know, it, it just would be like it's just on the off chance the Red Bulls somehow turn it on and win MLS Cup and have home field for MLS Cup this year. Uh, it, it would be nice if we could get even just a small crowd in there. Uh, you know, uh, I don't know if it's going to happen. I think Murphy's pretty committed to keeping everything shut down until the end of the year. Um, but it, it's it would be nice. Uh, uh, you know, as long as we keep having. Uh, no incidences of outbreaks at sta- uh, outdoor stadiums. Uh, that would be nice. So, but yeah, that that normalcy is pretty good. Uh, I guess, although kind of related to Bundesliga. I mean, yeah, this is a good weekend for Americans. I mean, you got Giorena. Yeah, I don't know if he's on the field uh, right now for Dortmund, but uh, you know he's been getting some minutes for Dortmund. Tyler Adams, uh, you know, uh, had a hell of a game for Leipzig last week. We don't know this week; it's still not working. <laughs> Um, and, uh, Weston McKinney had a really good, uh, debut for Juventus last week. I mean, first American to ever play for Juventus. Uh, it's crazy, right? Yeah. I mean, we're, I mean, when we've never had a player at Chelsea starting for Chelsea, although Pulisic is uh, hurt right now. Uh, you know, a guy at Juventus, one of the top clubs in the world, uh, playing alongside, you know, freaking Cristiano Ronaldo. I mean, that's insane. Yeah. Uh, uh, Sergino Dest, who is currently at a- Ajax. Uh, or I think it might be pronounced Ajax. I don't know. Ajax. There you go. So uh, he is apparently, uh, there's apparently a bidding war between Barcelona and Bayern Munich to get his signature. Um, and I believe Chris Richards also played last week for Bayern Munich. Uh, so there's a lot of Americans who are playing at really big clubs right now. Can Berhalter corral that and turn this into a competent team? That is to be seen. Yeah. Uh, but there's a certainly rumors that uh, the, there might be a friendly against New Zealand in uh, November. So we might get to see some international soccer t- soon. So that'd be, that'd be kind of fun. 
So we will see. Yeah, I miss it. Yeah, seriously. I want to put on my 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 USA jersey. Probably smells funny because I haven't worn it forever. <laughs> I'm actually wondering if I should start busting out the Ruzioni jersey that I purchased for soccer games. I know it's not? Skipper, but it says USA. Yeah. Yeah, and it's a Miracle on Ice jersey. What the hell? All right. Anything else for dumping ground? That's all I got. All righty. Well, then I guess that brings me to the betting corner, um, which I put money on already. Once I log into my account. Uh, I picked the Sounders over the Galaxy LAFC, who I feel like every time I bet on them, even if they're playing a trash team, let me down. But still, I picked them over the San Jose Quakes. And I picked uh, the Filthy Union over Inter-Miami. So that is my three-team parlay for the week. All right. That brings us to Terrible Team of the Week. Speaking of LAFC, speaking of our good friend Bradley Ray Phillips, who we really haven't mentioned on the show yet, but we're going to talk to him now because the man had a brace. And LA beat Vancouver 6-0. Again, we'll bring it back to that as the second biggest deficit of defeat for MLS, as we well know, because we've talked about this a few times. Bradley looking great, man. Yeah. Looks great. Good for him. Um, I know we all wish he was still on this team, but it's okay. It's what happens. You know, Joe Montana with the Chiefs, Tom Brady's with the Bucks. These things happen. Yeah. Yeah, 6-0, absolute ass-kicking. Uh, and just, just, just to see Bradley on the board twice, it just makes you feel good. It's hard to root against LAFC right now just because he's playing and yeah. starting. Um, so all the success to them until we play them at some point, which we probably won't at all this year. No. Highly unlikely. <laughs> and who knows what will happen with Bradley Ray Phillips after this year, uh, especially if uh, Carlos Vela decides to come back. I mean, that's the big thing. Carlos Vela opt- opting out really opened the door for Bradley to – uh, play on a stacked team that could give them service. Yeah. And, uh, you know, get put some balls back in the net where, uh, yeah, you're right. It is very, it's very enjoyable to see that he's doing so well right now out in LA. Uh, we miss you, Bradley. All right. Well, I guess that brings us to the end of the show. Uh, you can find us on Stitcher iTunes, Spotify, all that good stuff. Uh, Phone track, uh, A-Track. Yep, A-Track, uh, uh, you know, uh, MP3 player, um, you know. Zoom. Yeah, what's that, Zoom? Yep. Zoom. Uh, I think you can download us on, uh, uh, what is it? Uh, not well, Mozilla. Mozilla? Can, no. no, the thing is you can download us on LimeWire, but you cannot find us on Kazaa, unfortunately. We're not yeah. there yet. But uh, hopefully, maybe the next couple weeks. Yeah, we're we're still in negotiations with Napster. Uh, yeah, uh, we have a MySpace page, Friendster. Yeah, find us there. <laughs> so uh, yeah, you know where to find us. Anyway, uh, you could we're on Twitter. You know, you know all. You know it all. You, yeah. I doubt, I doubt half of you even listen to this part of the show. So yeah, hopefully you tuned out. Yeah, but I guess last words before we get out of here. I want to feel good tomorrow night. I want to feel good about this team. Make me feel good. Give me give me some sense of hope now that we have the final schedule released. Uh, there's some winnable games in there. And speaking of winnable games, come on, you're home. You just won 4-1. Get out there and win. Yeah, yeah, yeah. prove me wrong. 
proved me that proved to me that you know Wednesday is the real team, and everything we've seen up to this point was uh, just an armis aberration. All right, well, for Truman, Jay, and myself, this has been episode three forty-eight. Did I remember that correctly? Yep. Sweet. Uh, of the Rebel Rant. Thank you as always for tuning in, and go Rebels. See ya. Bye.